0: Hi, good day everyone. This is Nadine Morrisy Moss from More Realty. And we have a special guest with us, Van from Precision Barber Lounge. That's right. And uh, I'm very excited because it's as you can see it's 1024 PM mm-hmm. and you know work doesn't stop. That's right. Uh, entrepreneurs, we have to keep going, we have to keep grinding, we have to keep hustling. So uh, this is the only opportunity that we had because uh, of his lifestyle, my lifestyle. Grinding 24
1: hours And I made sure I was going to keep my word I was feeling We were supposed to do this um, Who knows how many days ago Yeah
0: I was a week ago actually and no, I, Yeah Almost yeah, 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 yeah.
1: a week yeah. and, um, and I You know I had so much to do I've been trying to carve out free time Even to do any I had to find free time earlier to eat right. So it's tough So But you okay. know I, I came to Queens I live in Long Island I came to Queens this morning I work I went back to Long Island for my daughter's uh, for a concert at a school, and came back to Queens to do this. And then I'm going back to Long Island, so that's that's one day right. for me.
0: That's a sacrifice that you know entrepreneurs yeah, you know tough. do every day for real. So um, again, thank you so much for being here. Anytime, of course. Thank so you. Van is a well-respected entrepreneur in the Southeast Queens community with over 20 years in the business. He owns his own barbershop, and he utilizes. An innovative technology platform to schedule his appointments which I found impressive because uh, you do my son's hair you do my right. brother's hair right. my nephew so yeah I didn't even know that until yeah you,
1: until you may mention that just a minute ago I was like I had to I had to um being that I've been cutting cutting hair, barbering so long there's so many people that I found out that, that were connected directly or indirectly right from my chair like there's people I cut like uh, just a, a unrelated story to you I had a gentleman I cut, an older gentleman, from when I was cutting here. we're talking about on Rockaway Boulevard. So I started in 2001, and I was cutting here up until about 04. Uh And I was cutting this older gentleman's hair, and then I started cutting a younger guy, maybe about two years later when I started at Rooney's in like 04.
2: Right.
1: So I've been cutting them both, and they had never been at the barbershop at the same time. Come to find out, they were father and son, and neither one of them ever knew that I was he did both of their barbers. Oh, wow, love that story. It's crazy.
0: So how how did you how, how did they connect eventually? Um, how did you make that connect the dots?
1: The son invited me to. The son was getting married.
0: Wow. And
1: I came to the wedding, and the son introduced me to the father and said, "Hey, listen, I want to introduce you to him. This is my barber." He said, "That's your barber." No, 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 that's my barber. <laughs> and I was blown away because wow, it was just it was so coincidental. But the the moral of the story is. When people tell me, yo, you cut so and so jars here, JC, I'm like, You gotta give me more than that because you know how many of those right. people are by that name and I cut thousands of people in my career, so it's it's hard keeping up.
0: Yes. You know? I, I hear you. So, um now Van and I, we discussed a lot of things related to real estate. Yes. Um, I don't even know how that conversation I think I gave you my business card and then we just started talking about real estate and it just took off from there and I said, I'd definitely love to have you on my uh my
1: podcast. Yeah, absolutely. No, what? Well, I know how it started, and I know how we came to this. It started because the more and more that I grow into the business and and like you know um, entrepreneurship, and not only that, you know, for lack of better words, black owned business. It's, it's black owned business. I believe is not just African American. It's just like minority owned business. If you're from an urban area, and we have to, and even myself, we have to grow out of. Supporting like the, the quote-unquote name brands like anything is it if you put Your name on a realty company that is a name brand, but we loosely describe a Big bigger business as name brand and we keep supporting it and getting no support back so it came up because when you brought your son to me and I and you told me what you do Then I said hey, well will leave me some cards and however I can support your business. I'll do so Obviously, if I cut your son's head five times at $40 a pop, it's not going to afford me the luxury of purchasing a home from you. But if I could direct people your way or, you know, get you to sponsor a comedy show that I produce, then that is helping to support your business. Somebody might want to run an apartment and I'm going to think about you first. Even Even if our attempts at supporting your business are unsuccessful, it's me driving traffic your way. That is also support. Right. So, that's how we kind of got there. And then, when you told me about the radio show, I said, "You told me to kind of listen out for it," and I said, "Listen out for it. I want to get on it." Yeah. And yeah. you was, And you didn't believe me. You was like, "Are you, you serious?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah. Why not?" Yeah, really? I mean, I know a bit about real estate. I, you know, I'm on probably my second property. I own a business, so I got my feet wet quite a bit with that. But you know, I want to learn more. And this interview for me is more about just kind of like. I'm also here to learn and pick your brain. Like that's, that's what I'm trying to pull from you. Right. At the same well, time.
0: That's what we're here for. We're here to share the wealth of knowledge and experience so that we can uh, help each other grow. Right. right? As right. you just mentioned. Right. So, how old were you when you fir- first purchased your your home?
1: I gotta say, let me see. So. so what are we in now? 2018? Oh, well, well. So I was, at, yeah, I was about 29, 30. Yeah, okay. 20, yeah, 29, 30 maybe. Oh, I
0: thought you were. You, 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 I thought, I'm 35. I just turned okay. 35. Okay. So and you're and you're on your second home already. Yeah.
1: Because Great. We, we would. No, wait, wait. I'm bugging. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about, I don't know what I just did. But it was 2008.
0: Okay. So 10 years ago. Okay. So I All was right.
1: 25. 25, yes. 26, maybe somewhere in that range, and then um, we did a there, year, price miles, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Oh eight. It was a good year. that was a good. Was yeah, good, <laughs> good year Listen, to purchase. <laughs> I'm young, but I've been around. Yeah. A long time, and I've been around some some um very very key and influential people throughout my you know my journeys and throughout my my stints, in you know in the neighborhood and just kind of hanging around. I met and retain some relationships with some really, really ideal people that even though I did, made a lot of screw ups when it comes to like money or just uh, experiences, mm-hmm. thank God I'm still here and I'm fairly health, uh, healthy, but I retained enough good information for me to make the right moves eventually
0: that's amazing that's important I'm glad you mentioned that because that's one of the reasons why I created this podcast as well because a lot of people don't know where to find information credible information you know reliable and resources that they can say okay what is my next step on my journey to purchasing a home or Mm -hmm. an investment property or anything related to real estate there are different various episodes on this podcast that if you if you want to talk about mortgages go to episode you know three or four so now we're here the reason why I, I'm happy that you're here is because I wanna, I want people to, the audience to hear about your experience. You're a well-known uh, uh, pioneer in the business, you right. know, in in this community. Thank and you. I always, I always
1: say thank you when people say that because I'm like hard on myself. So when people, when I, when I get that from people about like my position, I always appreciate it more than my awareness of it. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. It's
1: always harder to see from inside out absolutely yeah i know what you're saying i know what you're saying but but to what you were saying um i agree with everything that you said except for a small part that i i disagree with people not knowing where to where to find this information nowadays and when i'm talking about the 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 technology you know the, the the big technology era and social media era like from the youtube on right I Google everything now. I don't really ask anybody anything anymore. And even when I begin to, I'm like, no mind. I just type it in. Right. And then I just, I, and then another thing that I want people to understand that I'm about to say that is very key. I read. I read. And when I say that, I don't mean like, I don't pick up a bunch of books. I'm not like this big jail freak. I mean like, if I go to your Instagram or your social media, I read your bio. I click on your pictures. I read the caption. There's a lot of people that will DM me, you know, just to go off a little bit. They'll DM me and say, "Yeah, how much do you charge?" Or, "I want to get a cut. What do I have to do?" Or, you know, "Are you available? Uh, where's your shop?" You know, and me, the businessman in me, will still answer the question because I'm having, you know, i I have to be the bigger person and I have to just disregard that, you're just looking at pictures. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. But all you're to do is just read. It's It's literally right there. So I'm saying that to say, with real estate, if there's something that you want to know, there's something that you want to do, even if you don't find these answers on the internet, Mm -hmm. search it first. Before I do anything, before I make a purchase, a car, jewelry, clothing, anything I do, I search the internet first, and then I kind of gauge what I need to look for. What do I? What am I looking to spend? What am I looking for? What am I looking to expect? And then, then I go out there. So now I have like an arsenal of information that I've gathered. Because even if the internet is wrong, it's gonna put me in a ballpark. Right. You know, I can see houses from or whatever it is. I can look for a shirt, and I can see it from thirty-two dollars to forty-seven dollars. So I know I need to be somewhere in the middle, and that's how I'm gonna. Kind of <coughs> this is gonna teach me how to negotiate so Mm -hmm. between 32 and 47 is a difference of what uh what's that 15 dollars right so i know i want to be in the middle of that you know what i need to be at 40 dollars. that's what i'm going to start with so that's the thing now when people be like yeah i I didn't know i don't know what to do and for me it's kind of like but you do you're just thinking too hard when just kind of use your phone
0: right so let's talk about real estate uh now. Okay. Now you mentioned that okay, you're you on your second journey of purchasing
1: well I'm in I'm in my second your property. Second, well, second property. You relinquished we relinquished the first property. Okay.
0: You sold that so, one to get this one.
1: Right. Let right. that one go to move up per right. se. You know, right. like for me for me and my family it was it was more beneficial for my children. Like when you have children and you would make a move sort of like how I made. Like I went from Queens the, excuse me the Jamaica area um nice home mm-hmm. you know connected home nice though um f- my, b- my block was fairly quiet I had no issues but um but for me it's like when you're raising children depending on the kind of lifestyle that you want for those children is a decision that you gotta make it's a personal decision but for, for me and my family we wanted you know um, better schooling you know we wanted little more space, Right. well, a lot more space in the property. Um, you know, and just, we wanted better value in the neighborhood in general. Okay. So you can have a home in an area, like I was having this conversation last night yeah. with, with a gentleman. You can purchase a home in an area for 300,000. Uh-huh. You can go ahead and dump $400,000 over time into that home. But if the home's all around, you're only selling for 320,000, you're not gonna get more than that because they're gonna look and say, but well, that one right there is, so you wanna be around people who share that mindset. You wanna be in an area where every house is leased. Every house is climbing in value. You wanna, like where I'm at now, we purchased probably, let's say, in the uh, mid 400s, right? So there's a house around the corner from me that I just sold for 900K. There you go. So now when we look on, um, on Zillow, mm-hmm. And we like, yo, he's gonna make his way around the corner soon. (laughs)
0: Exactly. You know, like,
1: like we we purchased at let's say the mid four hundred thousand dollar range,
0: right? And less than ten
1: years ago. But Zillow has not been by my house. They they know nothing about all of the
0: upgrades, and I've we've made every upgrade, right? Right. Can I just pause you right there? Sure. Two things. Number one, I don't like when people say. Oh, I went to Zillow and saw this house is worth this. Zillow is not accurate by any means. True. And Zillow, like you said, Zillow has not been in your house. They right. don't know what kind of upgrades you've done. Right. Zillow is not, you know, the gods of real estate. A lot True. of people think that, agree. that. That's that's the point of reference and it's not. That's number one and number two. I sorry. Yeah, and number two, um sorry guys, <laughs> I was trying to talk to somebody in the meantime. Uh, the second thing is that you mentioned location Mm -hmm. now when people hear real estate that's the biggest thing that people should be focused on first location 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 it said three times for a reason reason being is because when you buy like you said when you buy a house you could buy the ugliest house in the best community guess what no, that house is gonna be worth something. Right. Because it's in the best community. Well, no, that, that yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: I'm agreeing with you. Right. Meaning, like, um, I had a conversation with with probably my best friend, and he we, we were talking about business, so commercial, right? right? Not even owning property. It just was saying, will you be busy if you're here? Uh-huh. And I was trying to explain to him like, where you are is everything. Yes. If you're good at something, people will come, mm-hmm. like they'll find you, but there's no comparison as to if you're like in Times Square. The the worst guy can be there and he's going to win. Absolutely. It's just too, yes. you can't fight traffic. Right. You you know, so when it comes to real estate, that's why people are willing to pay $5,500 for a studio apartment, really, really, you know, what, 500 square feet right. in Manhattan mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the heart, whatever that price may be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Whereas, fifty-five hundred, a $5,500 mortgage on Long Island will get you, I don't know what, a 15,000 square foot home, mm-hmm. out of, you know, for right. who knows. But, it's because of location, because, because of relative, yes. where it is, yes. just the geographics, you can't beat it, so.
0: Right so it's important for people to focus on the area right. and then like you, another thing you were kind of like referencing as well when you buy a house the house has to get appraised unless you, you have somebody who's gonna come drop cash right. it has to get appraised so right. if, if if an appraiser comes and says okay you feel like your house is worth half a million or a million dollars all right, show me the comps Right. so as a realtor there are times where the, the, the appraiser says okay show me some comparables as the reason why you, you listed this house at a million dollars Why did you list this house at a million dollars? Because I found comps for 500 or 400. Right across the street. Where?
1: No, I'm just saying. Exactly. That's the example. Right. You're you're listing your house at a million, but the house right across the street, sure, it doesn't have the Cambridge paving stones in front or the deck in the back, but it's the same house across the street. We can add that. Right. And it's probably going to cost us a hundred k to do everything you did, but we can get the house right now for three hundred. So right. where is the other seven hundred at in your home?
0: The value, exactly. Right. So that's important for people to understand. Right. Because sometimes a lot of people try to fight it. You can't fight that. Can't do it. Period. <laughs> so uh, now we spoke about now your business. Okay. We spoke about yesterday, as a matter of fact, mm-hmm. not just buying a commercial space. Because if you have a business, it's important not to just be renting forever. Oh. You it just the same way we promote home ownership is the same way we're promoting investments and the same way we're promoting owning your business and owning the the building that you re, that your business resides in. Right. Now, for you, how do you, what, you and I had this conversation about buying the block, not just buying an actual commercial storefront, but buying a strip. Right. Now we you stated that it's not easy it's very challenging for Mm -hmm. especially a person of color to purchase a strip right anywhere anywhere yeah now explain to me why do you feel that way
1: uh well number one if you try to purchase let's say a strip mall for lack of better words a lot of people know it as a plaza right when you pull up somewhere and you see like a plaza so it might be like a beauty supply a barbershop a Chinese restaurant a deli you know um uh, a beauty salon also you know a real estate office right. so you might see a plaza with, with 10 rental spaces and somebody or, or or a management group may own that property right now they'll let you buy all of the homes behind it that you want but getting on the forefront is the hard part because they make these properties worth so much and then you have to go through so much to obtain it you might have you might be able to get your hands on money, but now they want you to prove where well, you got that money. Now they want you to prove how you're going to sustain these bills, which it, like, show me the All right, you have $3 million. That could have been a settlement. That's cool. Where's the income? We need to see the income, you know, because you can have money, no income. You can have income, no money, you know, so that's that's one hard part. The next hard part that's a problem, and you know, and I hate speaking like this and I hate I don't want to say hate, that's a strong word, but I really, I strongly dislike when I hear these talks, but you can't avoid it. When I say, in our community, the problem is if I go to a couple of people and say, listen, I saw a property for 780K, you know, it's 10 of us, let's all try to round up, you know, 50,000. And Let's all try to round up 30,000, put the strongest credits in the circle together, get this property, Sacrifice. Be patient. Fix it up a little bit. Fall back and develop some income. You know, you might. If it's ten of us, you might have four people that's down with that. Then you got the other people that's like, yo, what's the what's the um what's the loophole or you know this sort is of, like the two against it or you got a couple of other guys that rather go blow that in the strip club. Opposed to seeing the big picture Sometimes it's the, we're not really going to benefit In this lifetime it's, You know you, you have mm-hmm. kids Like what are we leaving for them That's why mm-hmm. even in you know me growing up Where I grew up And I still love nice things But thank God I got ahead of myself Before my own ignorance did Where I made sure I purchased a property So at least, I, at least my kids are on the map Whereas like if, if God forbid I checked out tomorrow like, what can I say that they have? And right. for me, I'm fairly young, and that's why I said earlier, I'm hard on myself, because even what I feel like me and my family accomplished, I still feel like it's not enough, because I know everything I screwed up before that.
2: Mm-hmm. You,
1: you know, like, I look at all of the times I blew large amounts of money, and it's like, you know, like, people... I, I, I remember back, like, OGs telling me, like, yo, young get, Yo get you some property, man. Right. You know, I even look back, like, you know it's not comfortable to talk about but like we let my mother lose her first property because okay. we were young and we didn't know any better right you know so you know like if it, i have two brothers even if whoever that was in the family like had we known and we, when i say ignorant to i mean definitive like meaning we did not know okay the answers you know so technology was not what it is today right It wasn't a, it wasn't a computer or in, internet access in every room of your own right now there's almost internet access in every room in wherever you go. Right. Think about it. Right. The smart T V, that's internet access. Wherever you go, your smartphone, you know, our era, and you are a little bit older than me, but mm-hmm. our era was maybe you lucky you had a flip phone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or be, you know, a beeper. <laughs> beeper. Yeah, so <laughs> right. again like I like when I speak to people who are thirty years old. And they like yo, you're not that much older. now. I'm like, you are right, but I'm an era ahead of you because that five years is an era change.
0: Absolutely, the technology so, makes it. Right. Simple. When I was
1: 20 and someone was 15, we were not living the same life. Right. You understand? So even for like right now, I'm 35. A person that's 40, because I was out young, I can remember some of the things that they mm-hmm. know, but they mm-hmm. still have that knowledgeable edge. You know, in the event that they were out, if they were doing the things that I was doing at my age, right. then I, I can't. I can't fight them. So, even me knowing what I know now, that's why I'm like, thank God I, I bought something.
2: Right.
1: And then now, and I have a business, so I'm bringing in a cool income and I can adjust my business. So now, I, I'm getting ready to take on a stylist. I just hired a new barber. So now, the business can draw more income and I can take that leverage, step out of the business and make more moves to grow.
0: I like that.
1: So, let
0: me ask you a question. So, at what point, in your life, did you say, "Okay, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to just blow my money. I want to make my money work for me." At what point in your life do you do you remember that? It's so always a
1: tough. I get that question a lot because mm-hmm. when I speak to people that you know, especially people who, whom I've known or with, like we've been familiar for a while, mm-hmm. and they've seen like you know they seen the younger me, yes. or they might, they might have caught me at a stage where I might have said something distasteful. So they asked me, "Yo, what? Yo, V, what point you you start thinking like this?" And I'm like, "To be honest with you, so honest with you, like I've always thought ahead, mm-hmm. but my moves or my actions in public might have came off a little immature. But I always, whether it was whether it was knowledgeable or not, whether I meant it or not, I always kind of cushioned myself. Mm-hmm. There were times I cushioned myself and didn't even know I was." kind of protecting myself for the long run but to answer your question um I just I just got tired of like mundane life like just the same okay. thing every day I, I got I got tired of like making sure I gotta be fresh like crazy fresh all day every day like at one point in my life I wouldn't even wear the same t-shirts twice
0: but then at, at one point you also said wait what am I trying what am I doing
1: what am I doing this for who am I doing this for? Because as I got older and like let's let's gear it towards women. And I tell this to guys all the time, like, homie, if she likes you, she likes you. Right. It's not your things. And if she does like you for your things and that's not the one you really want. Exactly. You know how expensive it's gonna be to keep up this lifestyle? Mm. I told a young guy a week ago he's telling me about all these women in his life. I said, You so that's expensive. You gotta be getting money. A lot of money.
2: Right.
1: You got five women? You juggling one week? Right. you spend at least a thousand dollars this week on women at least. Sure. The average day gotta be two hundred dollars. It's true. So how much money you, you really gotta be getting on a regular basis? You can't take no falls. So I got tired of like keeping up with that, that kind of life. Right. Buying four pair of the same every. I sell sneakers in my shop now. All right. Everybody coming, they like yo, Jesus, night, no, yo, they real, and I'm like, oh, first of all, if you know me, you no, know I can't sell <laughs> nothing fake. You know they say about me. Right. Me. But I say we, they, they all size 12-13 Why do you think that is?
0: I'm not
1: sure. Because. I had, when I when I got the new shop, and I got the bigger space, I was coming up with ideas. My boy, um, D, his name is D, he owns a clothing line, his own clothing line, by okay. the way, shout out to D, um, called Top Captains, right? Okay. So, when I bought this space, or when I acquired this space for the new Precision Barber Lounge, they had the, uh, I don't exactly know what they call, but I call them the retail walls, where it's the white walling with the shelves that you could interchange the hooks.
0: Yes, So yes.
1: I took all of them down, but I left one wall. I said, that's going to be the retail wall where okay. I sell merch, okay. merchandise. Okay. So I'm like, you know what? D is going to give me a bunch of clothes. And then I was walking past the Long Island cutlery where all the barbers get their tools, service, and purchase from. And there was a store going out of business and he had some display cases in there. So mm-hmm. the idea hit me. So I bought one of the display cases. Right. And I, and I put it in the shop and I said, well, what am I going to put in here? I was like, you know, I'll go to Marshall's buy a whole bunch of polo t-shirts,
2: Okay.
1: you know, I'll get them in there for $15, right. $20, and I'll sell the shirts for $10 a piece. So I make a small profit over time there, it's just entrepreneurship. Right. I know I'm gonna make money, it's just all about having, like I, I seen the Dan Dash interview, and he said, I'm never broke. Sometimes I just spend all my money on inventory. So sometimes where I might have a low cash flow is because I got $3 million sitting there in inventory, so it's the same thing for me. So. One day I went home and I was cleaning up and like every time I come in the house, I kick my shoes off and it's after until it's like a pile of shoes at the, in the foyer, right? Yes. Then I gotta gather them all up, take them downstairs to my guest room and dump them in the room.
2: Right.
1: So I went in the room one day and it's just like boxes stacked up on top of box to the ceiling. Right. All around in the room. Then I was like, you know what? These shits gotta go. Excuse my language, but I said they gotta go. I'm not doing nothing with them because I get dressed. I go to the barber shop and I change my shoes and I cut hand cheap sneakers, Pumas, Air Max. Yeah. So I'm buying two three hundred dollar Jordans just to get in the car, get out the car, and take them off. Right. And then I bought four pairs because I want to have one next summer and the following summer because Jordans come out every five to seven years. This is sad that I noticed because I was like a horrible sneakerhead, but, <laughs> but, but also what it did for me, I spent all that money on them sneakers, but then when I put them in the barbershop shop to sell them, they look cool. Then I make my money back and profit. So now it's kind of, then it opened me up to saying, everything is for sale. You want my watch off my wrist? Tell me the number. The number makes sense, you can have it. Because guess what? I'm going to get that money back. And if I ever want another one, I'll eventually just go to the store and get one. It's not limited. And even if it is limited, I just personally don't care. Because I'm not at a point where something like that means anything to to me anymore. It did at one point and then at some point you have to stop caring like you know it's cool to have nice things but you know not just that ignorant. but it, it kind of boils down to like you know what time it is and you know me I, I did this right for and, and i'm and, and it's not i'm not coming from a place where i'm doing bad now so i can still comfortably say it's me man you know me like I, do i really have to wear nice sneakers every day
0: but let's translate this into real estate Right. Now taking that money, like you said, the Jordans, all the Jordans that you that you purchase acquired in your lifetime, right. and imagine you starting real estate off years ahead before when you did. Right. So if you started in your tw- your actual t- when you were twenty as opposed right. to twenty five, mm-hmm. and buying
1: for me it could have been eighteen for for one particular reason, but I'll let you go ahead.
0: So imagine how much properties you could have actually owned as opposed to all the materialistic things. And not only just owning those properties, but you would have had so much money coming in right. from those properties. Equity, income, rent, income. Mm-hmm. And you could, have, you could have still had all of these things plus some mm-hmm. because of the money that you would have already you know, had from the real estate. Um,
1: well, for me, it would have been 18 because I... Uh, I got hit by a car when I was fourteen. and I broke my leg,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then uh, I think they paid me like twenty-five grand. Right. You know, me naturally young guy from the neighborhood. What did I do? Shop, go out, right. mess with women, drink, eat, laugh, joke, play. Twenty-five
0: thousand dollars back then. What?
1: <sighs> no, I think it came down to like because I took it early.
0: Okay. I took, no, like I took
1: you, you it. I up. took it out a month early, so I they penalized me. So okay. if it was eighteen-five, I caught like. 17.5 after lawyer fees. So right. 17.5. No, I want to say I was 17. I started cutting here at 18. Okay. And I think I took the money early, so I might have been seventeen, eighteen, somewhere on the cusp. So, 17, 18 year old kid, 17,000 cash. <laughs> yeah. Not listening, you okay. know. Small kid, inquisitive, listens to some people,
2: mm.
1: but. I listened to most people that I respected. My okay. mom, you know, OGs in the hood, I looked up to. Right. But it's hard to control a kid that has crazy energy. And now you got a four pockets full of money. And this is back when they had bank books. I had Norfolk Bank and I uh. had bank book. <laughs> this is a lot of y'all don't know about this. Like you, like you didn't. It wasn't um. I didn't have an ATM card, right. I had a bank book. Right. So what that means is I had to go into the bank, it looked just like a passport, same right. setup. Right. Right. And I used to have to go into <laughs> the bank to withdraw my money. Give yeah. them my bank book, I tell them what I want, fill out the slip, and they stamp the book, and then that's how I know yeah. what I had left. But funny. I got some great experiences, and I can I can speak comfortably about this now because I, I eventually made the right move. Right. Opposed to being 56 years old in, in um, Affordable living, right, right. You know, talking about what have coulda, shoulda. So me, you know, that's why I, I could, I could, I could tell this story with a grain of salt, because I know by the time I'm forty, at my pace and knowing what I know now, I can still buy myself nice things and acquire two more properties, yes. minimum.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So now you talked about like we had this conversation too. Right. You, where you are right now, you're leasing. But your your aspirations is to actually own. You don't want to lease anymore. Yeah, yeah. You want to own. your... I
1: signed the short lease purposely. Mm. Because now I'm on my second. I'm on my second barber shop, mm-hmm. as well as like we ironically my second home. But I'm on my second barbershop. So, I'm I'm honestly not even looking at my 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 ownership in in a commercial business as. Um, I'm looking at it strictly as knowledge. I'm not looking at how much money am I making from my business. I I learned from the first one. I, we, we uh, probably dumped about forty thousand dollars into the first barbershop. shop. Mm-hmm. So crazy, nice floors, uh, uh, like sparkly marble. I forget the name of this some um, stone, but they were like brick, uh, pillars uh-huh. in in the shop, and we covered it with like these. Mortar and like nice uh, stone, right? You know, ceiling, uh, high hats, custom custom stations and mirrors upstairs and downstairs. now. Wow. So, uh, a Venetian plaster. If anybody's for, for, for you familiar with your realtor, you know. So, we a Venetian plaster. So, now that's why if you come in the barbershop, now I got suede paint because I looked and I said the Venetian plaster paint job costs like five thousand just for the paint job. Then you know, we're not talking about materials. So I did all of that just to dress this other guy's property up so that it's more appealing for him to rent to the next guy.
0: That's right. That's and then right. what
1: do you think happened when my lease was up? I'm obviously not there anymore, right?
0: Exactly. You
1: think you think there's a reason for that? Because I agreed, before I did the work to his place, we agreed on a number for rent. Once the work is done, you know what he saw.
2: That's
1: right. Oh, I, I told him 1600 I could at least get 22 for yeah. this now.
0: So exactly. what do you think he
1: wants to do with me yeah. when my lease Yeah, is he
0: wants to throw you out. And he says, what? Thank you.
1: Oh, I'm not taking no more rent.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I don't want that. Right. You know, it's it's so sad. I hear this story so many times. And not just in commercial space, but also right. in, in people's apartments. People right. want to make that, you know, they want a comfortable lifestyle. Right. So they invest. But if it's not yours, that investment is going nowhere but to somebody else's pockets. Right.
1: So now in Precision Barber Lounge, it's all geared towards convenience, Right not only for you as the client, but mainly for me as the, rent, as the renter who may one day have to exit that property. So when I say convenience, meaning if you come into Precision Barber Lounge and you look at the stations, and everybody's like, yo, the toolbox stations are like a really good idea, this is dope, you know, got a lot of space and they look cool, and I'm like, yeah, but do they, little do they know that I really did that so that I can just roll that station right out the door. It's not attached to anything, Okay. right? The mirrors they slide back and forth, they're sitting on brackets so they're not on the wall, they're not glued to the wall and they look clean, flush. Mm-hmm. But really, I could just take the mirror, slide it right out the wall. Right. The lights that I have at each individual station, you unscrew the bulbs, you pop off the plate, then you unscrew the sockets, take it, like literally I can break down my whole station off the wall myself. Right. And then the sockets in the wall have the USB ports you know in between the actual plugs okay so it's set for convenience so it's I did that because I realized I don't have to spend a lot of money to make this look nice and I'm not gonna dress this guy's place up when I went in there my guy my contractor came in and said yeah you know we could do the floors real nice I said what's wrong with the floor (laughs) right now right he said no I figured you wanna I said no sand you know compound the wall sand it smooth sway paint i looked at the doors i looked at everything i said no just put bathroom side on the door right you know neat clean simple budget see there was no budget for the first one it was just buy 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 do 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 Mm. there was no it just kept going
0: right whereas
1: for me i set a budget and that's it
0: that's right
1: make it work
0: that's right that's right you
1: know so that's only because i've been there so now what do you think i'm going to do on my third one my third one I'm not gonna rent again.
0: That's
1: right. I'm gonna go all out in my build in my building. So you know what I do? If I decide that I got a hundred thousand to play with, and it's gonna take me ninety to get into the building, I'm dressing this up with ten. I gotta figure it out. Right. And I'll you know what? I'll do it as I can do it, and I, as I go along, whatever my income is, I'll just dump it. I'll dump a portion of that into my into my space every week. And this way, I won't mind spending. 50 60k on mine
2: exactly. and if it
1: doesn't work out, guess what I'm gonna do? Compound, sand, painted white for rent. That's right. That's and you right. pay me rent. That's right. So you know everybody's circumstances is different. Yes. I understand that. I respect that. But the whole thing is at the end of the day, what's your plan? Most people don't have a plan. You know, and then if 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 you say, you know what, I don't know what to do. That's the illest thing that you can say to a person that does know what to do. Find a person that does know what to do because they did it. They Even if that person failed, failure is knowledge.
0: That's right.
1: You know, I feel that things, like I played video games as a kid. I'm sure you did too. And then you like, oh, uh, Mortal Kombat, he just killed me. But now I see what he did. I know what to go back and do. Because life is not as easy as starting a video game over and attacking it differently. But you get another chance. Sometimes your your chance is vicariously through the next person. That's right. That's why we pass the information. Exactly. Most people are bitter, so they don't give the information.
2: Yeah,
1: figure it out yourself.
2: Yeah, don't be bitter,
0: man. Right, tell me, help me. She, yeah, share it. I'll, I'll say, help me in a
1: heartbeat. Ex- help me, man.
0: Experience please. is the, is one of the biggest and richest investments someone could pass on, because you you, you put you're taking the, the experience that you you went through. And you're literally helping someone else as right. long as they want to take it. Of not course. everyone's to
1: take it. See, that's the big part of the problem. Like, even when it comes to cutting hair, for years, and there's multiple barbers right now mm-hmm. that I could pull a name out of hat that open up barbershops because I taught them how to cut hair. So, some people have been, most of them have been appreciative. Mm-hmm. Some people don't show appreciation later. So they go directly against you. Am I going to stop helping people because of that? No, no, absolutely not. But, on the other hand, what I do, do because of my previous experiences, I, for certain information, especially when I know the value of it, I charge for it. Okay. You really want it? Because I, I really only respect, the, not, I'll take that back. The majority of the things that I really appreciate and respect are things that I worked very hard for and paid for whether it be with my time because that is my money my in my business time is money or my actual capital
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you know if it's not that then it's something more sentimental like if your mom gave you a necklace it's an heirloom so you know but you knew that that's time how long did she have that
0: exactly what,
1: what did that cost her back then what did she have to do for that so for me when people come to me and they, you know, people used to stand and watch me all day cutting hair. And I would let them. Now I don't. Mm. You can't stand there and watch me all day. Especially when I know that you want to learn how to cut hair. I, ch- I have a class. Book it on my style seat. It's called the Precision Tutorial. Okay. And I promise so, yeah. you, I'm going to teach you how to be better at whatever whatever you do. Show me what you do. And I'm going to show you how to be better.
0: That's all. Let me ask you this. That's, that's great. That's, that's great. Because, um... Let me ask you this: the per- you mentioned that there's a, you went to a group of your friends, a group of people that you know, and said, "Hey, you know, let's acquire this property."
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, there are a lot of people who talk up, who do the same thing. They talk to their peers and saying, "Let's acquire property and let's build and grow together." But not everyone has the same vision.
2: Mm-hmm. What
0: do you say to that? What do you say to people who say, "Oh, I want what is in it for me, and how quickly can I get my money?" They're not willing to.
1: See you later. That's what I, I... mean, not to cut you off, but mm-hmm. that, I already know your answer. See you later. Because you're clearly not... In this game, it's patience. Yeah. You want fast money, go to the street. See how that works out for you, long right. term. Right. Because everybody that I know, they... Even if they're back out here, you know, doing well now, mm-hmm. they... It costs them a lot of time at some point. I know guys who make a lot of money, you know, doing things they probably shouldn't be doing. Right. But at some point, they they paid with some time so it's like you kind of got to do that now 50 years old man you gave them 20 years of your life you what you gonna do
0: what are you what are you seeing we live in Southeast Queens well right. y- y- your business is in South I'm Southeast. From, from
1: I'm from Rockwood Boulevard so I'm, right. i am like be true okay and, and I live in South
0: Queens what, what are you seeing what transformation are you seeing in the community oh now?
1: crazy gentrification crazy not just here I mean but that's where we at but how do you not notice it when you're right here? You don't notice mm-hmm. that they're pushing you further and further in one direction? Like y'all are gathering up from corner to corner, slowly like they're pushing you out because the people that are coming in, they don't they don't care of what they're paying for the property. You know, that's right. the thing with, with the banks. They don't care how much.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They're just manipulating currency. Mm-hmm. That's all they're doing. They don't care, one property could cost them hundreds of thousands of dollars three four five times over time and time and time again Mm -hmm. all they truly care about is we got that property because as the times change we'll do different things with that property it once was a one family now you look at some places you're seeing more and more two families right what you think is going to happen next eventually it might turn into a commercial property and then when the market changes and it goes back to residential knock it down just keep the property going Cause as long as I listen, as long as I own the house, why do you think they always say house wins? You can't beat the casino. Coming in as one gambler, you need a team. So when you tell people, listen, man, put together whatever you can put together. You know what? You can't come up with ten. All right, then let's do a budget of five, and let's grow together from five. But we all have to be on the same page. Right. So even if you do say, how fast can I get my money in? But if you just if you agree to put your money in this pot, and it's five of us and four of us agree that it's gonna go like this, you gotta just kinda be quiet and just deal with it. Because we, you know, it's like your mother told you don't touch the stove cause it's hot. You didn't know, but she knew better for you. So sometimes you gotta know better for your friends. Like, you know, I've been out with friends and I see them getting ready to blow money on stupid stuff. I'm like, why are you doing it? Right. You coulda just bought it. My boy bought a, um, like I don't buy cars new that's me okay I don't buy cars new I sell I've been selling cars a long time in addition to cutting in, I've been in the automobile business a very long time I started doing car insurance and then I started selling cars okay because my friends were car dealers and they said V you know a lot of people the same way I started doing comedy
2: right, right a comedian
1: right. told me I know a lot of people you ever thought about doing a comedy show I said put it together I'll get down same thing with the car business but I, I use that analogy to say why am I going to buy a brand new car for 100,000, a 2013 and 2012 or right now in 2018, why would I buy a 2018 and 2017 for 100k when I know that 6 months from now or a year from now that car is going to be worth 60 grand. So my patience and me not needing to say I got the latest. I could save 40,000 and where I'm from 40,000 is $800 a week that's a really good salary, you know? That's a really good salary, $800 a week, you can right. get some things done, but my ego's not that big. Then if I wait two years, it might be like 54, five. So, two to three years I'll wait to buy a car, and I'll buy it from the same dealer, certified pre-owned, so now you got the new one, I got three years behind, same body shape, exactly, same warranty, mm-hmm. But I'm about $45,000
0: lighter than you. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: So. And what does that do? That frees you up to buy the most important things. frees me up to buy a couple pair of Peter Jordans if I want to. Oh, I'm just thinking, you know. Right, I know. But
1: I'm, I'm just, I'm being a little realistic to the people who might think a little more feeble-minded. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know what? Because for some people, listen, think about a person who has nothing. Mm-hmm. Coming from where we come from. Yeah. What's the goal?
0: make it successful, be rich. Be That's successful.
1: eventual, but think, think a little closer reach. What's their goal? What was your goal, realistically, when you were 18, going into 19? What, what did you want? Cell phone, nice clothes. Oh, no, you mean, okay. So I'm saying that to say, everybody, everybody has to kind of reach whatever their immediate goals are to see further ahead. I open one door I got to be able, if I open that door now I can see that door and that door which mm-hmm. one I'm gonna go to mm-hmm. is the question so I'm saying that to say it's kind of hard seeing buying a property when you haven't had a cell phone yet or a car actually not even a nice car just any car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for, you know so for that person you kind of set those small goals but like for my children and for anybody's children, the mm-hmm. purpose of you having them and doing what you can is to kind of springboard them ahead. So as they're growing up, they're growing. Like I grew up in a home, so I never really wanted an apartment because I already knew what it was like to be in a home. So me going into any apartment anywhere was going backwards. Right. So that's why my mindset was already ready for a home at a young age. I'm like, nah, it's, I'm used to living in the house, now. I'm used to my laundry being downstairs. Right. This is not uppity. This is not bougie. This is just how I grew up. I don't know nothing about living in the projects, so I don't need to go back there for me to find my way out. My parents found it out for you know found out for us already. So now, how much did I to come up with? I gotta be back. Even if not if even if my being back is ten years, I'll be back. So that's really it for me. So you know I make sacrifices that. You know the next person they just see nice things, and I tried that. I did that. I still like nice things, but it's not like a deal breaker for me. I come outside, however, because <laughs> I let I let my past kind of speak for itself. I let my past and whatever things you know about me, as far as like looking nice and all of that. I will let that kind of like yeah, that's just man, man. He don't care. He cut his hair. I don't care about no haircut. Mm-hmm. He can cut his own hair if he wants to. I- that, when, I, when I look crazy and I don't have a haircut and people are like, yo, can I get a cut? I'm like, why do you need a cut? Look at me. They're like, yeah, but that's what you do. And I'd be like, no, you're right. So that's the same way like, if you ever see me with dirty shoes on. Like, you you won't hold it against me because you like, you did that on purpose. <laughs> what you were saying.
0: So do you talk to your peers about... I understand what you just said about the immediate goals because as you said everyone has different walks in life and everyone has their their, their journey and not everyone is, is running the same race mm-hmm. but do you speak to your peers about home ownership and investing in businesses and do you talk to the regular basis well, about
1: that? Yeah absolutely I mean you know what right now I'm gonna say this like the circle I'm in right now I'm excited every day like the guys that I'm like running with now we're running together the things that we talk about we none of us can slack can't afford it like we're talking about what well, we all cut here really my circle right now is a, a bunch of guys that cut here mm-hmm. you know one guy's a dj another guy um you know we're pretty much my immediate circle right now mm-hmm. barbers so we share that that common bond we all own shops okay right coincidentally and so you know what we talk about now like we all reach the plateau where we're like charging Dollar for because mm-hmm. rightfully so, mm-hmm. because we look at people you know that are not comparable charging close, and it's like you know it's not really fair, but that's cool, right? But we're talking about doing hair shows, like you know, at you know, stadiums for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking to get a spot that might hold three to five thousand people, and how do we put on a show to get everybody in there and grow like that? Um, I talked to you know, God like, is like a brother to me. I talked to him about home ownership a couple of years ago, and what did he do?
0: Going home now. Nice. So, nice.
1: you know. Um, so so now when we have conversations about things going on in the home, it's a different language to somebody who might live in, you know, uh, they might be renting in like a complex. Not that that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I, lived, I lived in Rochdale for a couple years. I love it. I love Rochdale. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm a get up and go kind of a guy. I just want to get up, walk out my door, throw my trash in there, walk down to the parking lot, get my car, buzz the gate. I'm out. I don't really, I don't really want to have to do too much. Right. But as I get older, like I, you know, even when I was younger, I like my space. I like coming home. It's quiet. I don't like to do too much.
0: You know what? Now that we're on the topic, there, there's something a lot, a lot of people talk about, more, especially self-employed. How hard or easy was it for you to acquire a mortgage, being that you're self-employed?
1: That Just all of that in general is tough because let's not only talk about getting a mortgage, let's talk about getting a commercial space to rent. Because building your credit, let's rewind from before a mortgage. Building your credit as an entrepreneur is tough. Getting a call on you get the paperwork from. I have health insurance, I have life insurance. Getting all of that, you know how hard that was? Like me, every day that I get up and get anything, I think I told you this, for me to come outside and go in the store and say let me get wheat toast, American cheese, turkey, mm-hmm. mayo, mustard. Like I gotta go cut here before I get that. I don't get no PTO, that's paid time more. I get no vacation days, I get no sick days. I get no pension. I you know, I have to do everything, all of that for myself. Right. You understand? So when a lot of people say, you know, and I'm not getting off track, I promise you I'm gonna get back. Yeah, no, I understand. But (laughs) when a lot of people say boss this, boss that, and it's like somebody tells you what to do, like you cannot claim that. Right. And that's cool, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. But picture picture me saying all of that to you, like just coming outside and having a come out and get every dollar and then consistently do that to build up enough to get a car and then get a nice car and then get a home and then leave that home and get a nicer home and then maintain that home and then put new siding on that home new windows in that home go from oil heat to get do a gas conversion right do that Cambridge paving stones in the front because you were tired of the way that looked. <laughs> you know, a six-foot PVC fence around 75% of your home.
2: Whoa.
1: Take a tree out of your backyard. Yeah. Put your kids in a nice school. You gotta get up every day. Yes. Not that, not that, not that. My wife and my children's mother is she works on the book. She's in corporate. Okay. But I'm meeting you 50%. I have to. There's I'm not I'm not a guy that's being that was ever carried. So. But even for me, everything that I have to do, and my lifestyle alone is expensive. Yes. Like, not not in someone's, exp- like in, uh, in, what's the word I'm looking for? Opinion. Okay. Like, my, li- my lifestyle. So, we're talking about if if my family bills on my end cost $1,000 a week, that's separate from my car note. Right. My cell phone, my, my luxuries that I like, what I like to do. So when we, you know, me and my friends go to a nice restaurant to eat and part of that tab is mine. That's part of my lifestyle. That's separate from what is required of me to pay for, you know, for my family's living.
0: So you have your business expenses, your personal expenses, and then your family expenses. Yeah, I have three.
1: Right. Re- Every time people complain to me about bills, you know what I say to them? <laughs> you want to trade for a week?
0: <laughs> well, let's trade for one month.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I'm like, Yo, make sure you take care of everything for the barbershop, within the barbershop. Then everything at my house, and then everything in my personal life. I'm gonna give you my car, everything that comes with that. Mm-hmm. We give you, you know, you tell somebody you, you bought a watch and every five years is a $2,000 maintenance charge. For a watch. You know, they're like, what? I didn't even know you had to do that. So, when people say they want nice things, I'm like, are you sure you want that? I tried that man, you sure? You know what that come with? Like when people say you wanna buy a property and they're like, yeah, I wanna put down like 20,000. I'm like, all right, so you got like 60,000, right? They're like, nah, I got like 18 right now but I'm gonna have a 20 in like two, three weeks. So I'm like, so you gonna put the 20 on the the house and like then what? Like what are you gonna do after that? Whatever you wanna, if you wanna buy something, have it three times over in cash. That's That's my motto.
0: I think Jay-Z mentioned that a 444
1: too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But but before that came out, mm-hmm. before that came out, and it's not something that I, I'm not trying to take credit for it, right. but a lot of people share a lot of good ideas. And for me, if I want to, like people come to me and they say they want to buy a car. Mm-hmm. I'm like, All right, cool, what kind of car you want? What's the budget? And they tell me the budget. And then I say, okay. They, and they say they want to buy a cash. I'm like, why don't you just get a loan? It's easier. It's better for you. Nah, I'd just rather... I'm like, you scared of paying interest? Like this, you know, interest is good for you. You know, using it, paying a car note is good for you. A mortgage is good for you. It can only help you. OPM. With other people's money. Why shouldn't you pay somebody a little fee on their money?
0: If, and, I, if, I, I, your credit. if I
1: loan you 10K mm-hmm. and you pay me back in six months, you're only going to give me back 10K? That's what you expect to give me? Even if I said, just give me back 10, you don't want to give me a little more? Well, you know, you know what the answer is going to be, but you're but building credit. The, but 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 see, I know what the answer is going to be, but that's exactly why we're less likely to deal with all this. Because I'm I'm gonna do you a favor for you, and then you're gonna in return you're gonna act like I was supposed to do that. So, like right now, like my first landlord was black, my second landlord is Jewish. They don't want to be my friend. They don't they don't want to hear my life story. Yeah, Mr. Alexander, we uh we didn't we didn't get the um the check in the mail yet. Right. Did you mail it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mailed it out. It was cool, so it'll be on the way.
2: Right.
1: You know it's on the way, you'll have it. Cool. I met my landlord one time, I've been there two years. Actually I never met my landlord. I met my landlord's son one time.
2: Yeah.
1: Never laid eyes on them again. I went to the office in White Plains, dropped my checks, signed my lease, took my copy. See you around. Wow. So I'm saying that to say when I had to shop up the block, black landlord, he coming by every day. He wanna tell me about a side chick. He want a haircut. He wanna to try to rent me a he wanna to try to sell me his old car. And I'm not taking a look. I'm I'm both. I'm black and white. So when I have these uncomfortable conversations with people and I know a lot of them don't want to hear it, but traditionally, like we like we're not really Looking to help each other, and when I when we find like right now, I told you my circle. I'm excited. Right. Is because it's let's say it's four of us in a circle. We're all an anomaly. All four of us. An anomaly means one in a million. You know how hard it was to find these friends in my circle right now. Right now, my circle just offhand would be myself, Snead, Snead the ballroom
2: mm-hmm.
1: I Cut Pro. That's Todd and, let's say, Donovan. That's Cut Studio 10. And why I say that's my circle, I got plenty of other really close friends and family. Plenty. But that's my circle because we're the ones talking about monetary projects. Okay. Like putting together this. You know, I did I did a comedy. I've been doing comedy shows since 2009. So me and I um, Cut Pro, Todd, we, he came out. I was at the bar. You came to the show. Mm-hmm. And I was at the bar, and he was like, yo, V, man, I really like this. But the way he's looking around is like, how can we make it better? He wasn't looking at it like, how can I do my own thing? He right. was looking at it like, yo, V, how can I help you? How can I help you help us make whatever we're doing better?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, how, you know how many other times guys try to get me to give them the formula so that they could branch off and then ultimately compete with me? Right. And a lot of the times I not naive enough, but I was so, I was so foolish to want to help everybody that I didn't realize that I was just, um, okay, yeah, yeah so, gosh. um, we're
0: still here, everybody, sorry, We're a Facebook I had, I, had to, right. I had to
1: start the live again, so, <laughs> so I had to, um, I would help people just for them to like with barbers. I've helped barbers, and then they ultimately will compete with with me for customers. You know, like wow, yo, yo, know I'm saying, yo, like, yo, like, come to me. I do it for cheaper. You know, and and it's like, yo, yeah, I man, you don't have to do that. You know, like you, didn't, you didn't have to do that.
0: That's crazy.
1: You know, but. But that's the life we're living. In. And,
0: and and that that that's a testament of, of who you are. And you know, I, I tell people all the time. Just because you help, there's always going to people be people who, who's going to hurt you. you're going to do your best for them. You're going to put your best foot forward. And they're just out for themselves. They're just out for a selfish gain.
1: For me, they're not help. They're not hurting me though. Exactly. For me, for me, you're helping me. For me, you you um fueling me because you ever do something and then it doesn't go exactly how you want it to go and then what do you do? You're like, oh. Like, I, I try to fix things all the time and then I see how it's really supposed to go and I just feel like, I spent an hour trying to put this thing together and I was just supposed to do that. Right. That's how I feel about when I help people and they go left. I'm like.
0: Exactly. So now,
1: I'm, now I start kind of gauging. I look for that person's characteristics in the next person I'm going to help. Mm-hmm. So when I see those signs, I'm like, Nah, you're coming off like a traitor.
2: Right, 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 right. So
1: I kind of I I go into it with a little more ease. What's up, anybody? I go into it with a little more ease, right? But I um I go into it with a little more ease, but because because you can be hurt. Like if you make the wrong move, a person can kind of sweep you off your feet. Mm-hmm. So that's why like now I'm far more cautious than I once was. But but. Anybody who knows you know I you pull up i still help you. i still give you the shirt off my back. The difference with me now is I got another shirt in the office.
0: <laughs> I love your wisdom. I love your wisdom. You you're extremely knowledgeable and I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, that's what uh you know, we, again we gravitated toward each other when when I took my son to you. Absolutely. You cut his hair, we just started talking about real estate and You know
1: you know what I noticed? Let me tell you all uh, something funny. <laughs> Nadine right here. When she um you know, we're familiar with each other, obviously. I didn't know that I had cut multiple people in her circle of family. Yes. So she had just kind of popped up in the barbershop. Now, everybody knows I'm appointment only. She kind of popped up, and I wasn't doing nothing. And, and, and I have this talk with people all the time. I've been cutting in nearly 17 years, and I've been fairly successful at what I do. I'm still willing to cut walk-ins.
2: Yeah.
1: I'm still, like... I'm am not that I'm not rich and I'm not in a position where I could look you up and down and be like nah like you book an appointment. I, that is disgusting to me. So I'm saying it to say when Nadine came in and she said, um, um, are you available? Because she was already obviously privy to how I operate. And I, I was like I was just getting ready to leave, but I said, uh, you know, I don't think you brought your son in. No. He didn't. He, you think you might have came in on your own?
0: No. The first time I saw you in the street because I. You were actually the, the second barber my son ever
1: had. Right. No, I'm talking about when you just came by the barbershop with him this first time, li- recently.
0: Yeah,
1: he was with me. He was with me. He, right, so... He, oh, he was in the car. And right, the, Yeah. right. Okay. So so I said, well, who's it for? She said, "Well, oh, my son. So I said, all right, I explained, you know, I'm appointment only and blah, blah, blah. So she brought him in. I said, you know what? Because I was going to leave, but I didn't really have anything to do. So I decided to cut a son. I cut her son. And he got up. She said, how much? I said, yes yeah, 40. Right? So she was like, wow.
2: Yeah. <laughs> She's
1: sure like, what? Of- <laughs> she like, I said, yeah. I said, "Um, you know, like, you know, that's really going right. And she had mentioned, you know, my my, my, my man's barbershop. And I said, yeah, it's the same price there. Like we, because we, we, we operate off a system. Right. Me, my whole circle with the soldier, actually one of the guys is about five or ten dollars ahead of us. Okay. But rightfully so. He's doing some other things, but he's far out. But, at the end of the day, we're all in the range. Yeah. Like we're working with, when I change, or they change, we change. Like we don't, we don't operate separately. So when I told her the number, she covered it. But the thing that I think made, made me stand out is that I educated her on the why and why this is worth this. And you know, and then I think we spoke about real estate a little bit because you told me what you're doing. I, I touched, I made an analogy about that I want to say. And, and long story short, a couple weeks later, right back. So now so now I'm like, you know what? I like that cuz that's a client that gets it and respects it. You know, you a lot of times we feel like things are expensive because of what we're used to. That's all it is. Right. You feel like because you've been spending $12 that this is the rate. Right. So when people come in like, "Yeah, but I I always spend 15." I'm like, "Well, where, where 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 is that?" Right. Right. Across the street. So, yo,
0: no, I always believe in if if you see a value, pay pay for that. Right. And don't question it.
1: Right. Because if you can afford it. If you can afford it. If you get, okay.
0: Sometimes people
1: can't afford it and okay. I respect that. Okay. And and not to cut you off, I'm sympathetic to that. I'm empathetic to that. If you come to me and say, oh, V, listen, there's people that have come to me, you and say, oh, V, listen, you know, nah, I like, I rock with you. I just I just don't got it." V. Right. And I respect that. And you know what I've done? I've been known to do Real, and don't come to me doing this Because you heard this Right. I'm going to give Yo, I got you I'm going to give you a free haircut Whatever money you got in your pocket Over the years And I'm talking about since 2001 If somebody pulls up like A crumbled up 20 out of their pocket To pay me for the haircut I just gave them And I ask them like, yo, That's that's all you got in your pocket? They're like, yeah I'm like, alright, take that back man. That's cool You know, the haircut just cost me A little bit of time But I know That you keeping that $20 Meant the world to you I know you You could get something to eat with that I can't you know,
2: right.
1: because you know what that has done for me, and up to this day, I have clients from 2001. That because, for one reason or another, that that's that builds loyalty.
0: I agree with you. To, to, to that regard, yes. If it's someone who, who literally doesn't have it, that's a different story. Mm. But if it's someone who does, okay, now you just took the $20 that you, you said, oh, that's only $20 I have but my pocket. But, you know what I'm
2: saying?
0: No. So that right there, because yeah. you, you, you're trying to get over. Right, and you have a family to feed. Right, and you have this is this is your business. This right. is, like you said, you can't get up and 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 you have pay time off for you have mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. obligations and expenses. Big time. So as an entrepreneur, a lot of people you have to it has to be respected. Right, and unfortunately, a lot of people in our community don't respect don't. An entrepreneur.
1: They yeah. will, most people, you know, these are the people that we don't give a pass to. Right, coming to barber shop, you got about ten multi-millionaires on you know you got on jordan's you got on nike elite socks you got on ball main jeans ferragamo belt Givenchy shirt you know you got on don c hat monclair coat
0: i don't even know half of these brands but yeah, yeah me, i'm listening to some of them but
1: <laughs> everything that you google it your son's yeah. your son is going to want the one day. Maybe but he's not that kind of kid but but um you know, all this stuff. You might have, you know, Rolex on. And then you want to give, you know... I tell you, I charge $45 for that haircut that you got. And you like, yo, y'all got 20 cash. Right, exactly. No, you literally have on $20,000 in merchandise right now. Right. And you want to... You got a $500 hat on and you want me to put a $20 haircut under it? <laughs> think about it. Like, think about it. You'll spend $500 to cover your hair, but you won't spend $40 on your hair?
0: I'm not doing it so
1: now again, the kid, the parent who is a single parent, right paying for school, comes to me and says her and he or her and her son loves my haircuts, mm-hmm. but I v I just don't have it. you know, you tell me that on the side real low, don't say that in front of everybody because mm-hmm. then everybody's going to do it right, and I promise you I'll work with you. I might have to alter when you come. Because I'm, I, like you said, I have obligations. I right. gotta, I have to, I have to maximize the income with my time. Mm-hmm. But I promise you I'll work with you mm-hmm. because that's just
0: it's important know, within it's reason, right within reason. Exactly. Because
1: the, because the key is I'm gonna carry you until I don't have to carry you, and you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully I'll never need a favor in return, or hopefully you'll remember something like that, and you know. I'll catch a repayment in the end.
0: One thing I realized, and you know what I wrote, I, I wrote it down. But in order to in order to be blessed, people are always asking for blessings. In order to be blessed, you gotta, give them. You, gotta you gotta bless other people, Especially and it may not be from friend. that person. You know, n- never expect a blessing from someone else because remember, all blessings come from God, not from mm. man. Right. But always remember that, that God sees all. He sees that, and and. It's not going to come in the form that you expect it, but it's definitely going to come in form when you need it the most. So that I I commend you on that, and I and I hope that a lot of people catch that because uh, it's not just about um, it's it's about real estate, it's about entrepreneurship, this podcast, but it's also about being humane and being being you know being real because there are so many people out there, like you said, who who don't have it. They don't have it. They're they're trying. They're doing their best, and it's a struggle. It's it's real, but. It, it, it always gets better if you keep your head up and if you keep if you keep focused.
1: Look, I'm gonna tell you like this, whoever's listening. At the end of the day, you come up on an opportunity, especially when it, when it when it's monetarily. Like, what well, this all boils down to why it made sense for me to do this interview is because I made so many changes over the recent years that put myself in a position to be able to do certain things. Like, I took care of my credit so that I could go in certain places knowing, you know, knowing, (laughs) knowing that they're going to tell me yes. Like, when I applied for the commercial space that I have now, like, I sent that over knowing that I was going to get a phone call right back. It wasn't like, yo, let me, I I hope. I knew.
2: Mm. Like, when I sent that
1: over, my credit score was like an 830. Nice. Nice. And I was showing income nice you know like whatever
0: can i stop you right there yeah. everybody everyone please who's listening especially if you're self-employed a lot of people want to go to the banks and ask for money you're making six figures you're making seven figures but you're showing that you make 20 grand a year how can you, you will, ask for money you will not get a loan that's like doing a, let me just backtrack that's like doing a modification mm-hmm. a lot of people who are losing their homes they were, you know trying to ask for modification you tell the bank that you only make twenty grand a year. Okay, we can reduce your mortgage from two grand to a grand, but how can you still afford that one thousand dollars a month if you only make this? Right. The reality is you gotta show you you're trying you're trying to beat the system, but the system understands what people do. So do things the right way. Do things legitimately by. Filing your taxes, when you get, when you're, especially when you're self-employed, you right. have to have at least two years. But not money. only that,
1: not to cut you off. Filing your taxes is one aspect. But if you know that you're eventually going to ask for money, you have to show positive. People are like, oh, I'm going to just write everything off. Right. And then I'm not going to have to owe no taxes. If you know that you eventually want to ask for money, you have to show growth. So my first two years doing taxes, I didn't really show growth because... I was doing nothing but paying out. The first year, I I showed everything that we paid for renovation and all of the rent and all the phone bill and TV and all of the bills. So they had me in negative. So obviously, I don't know, I don't owe you any money. Yeah. Then the next, after two more years, I moved, so I renovated again the new place, deposits, so forth, so on. So now, I'm still not clear because I'm out. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what do you think I want to do when I know I want to buy a building in the next five years? Let's just say between now and because if if I have let's say nearly two year a year and a half left on my lease I have now. So I know that between that and another three and a half years, I want to buy a building. So I have to start showing you I'm making some money so that they they can say this guy or this business makes money. We can give him money. They won't tell you no. They will just say. We're not gonna give you that much. But we'll give you this. Mm-hmm. You go in there and ask for half a million dollars, they might say, we'll, we'll give you two hundred thousand, make it work. Right. So then now you know I got two hundred K to play with, plus whatever I saved, now I can start looking.
0: But what did you do in that time frame? You prepared yourself. Right. It's all a matter of preparation. Everyone wants everyone wants something, you know, hop, skip and a jump. It doesn't work that way. You, sorry, yeah. I'm no. so sorry. No, no, go ahead. No,
1: it's preparation. I'm gonna tell you what most people are doing wrong. They're going hard to stack all of this money, ignoring the behind the scenes, like mm-hmm. ignoring their credit, ignoring credit cards, ignoring car loans, not realizing that these are really the things that help you because, like I said earlier about obtaining the businesses that I had, like the barbershops, I wasn't really looking for them to be like my life savior. Mm-hmm. Those was, those were my knowledge. Mm-hmm. So my second shop and first shop is, is my knowledge in the game. So... That's how you should utilize a car note and a credit card and any other platform that builds credit. The banks are using your payment history, sp- your payment history as the likeliness to pay. Even sometime when you're a week late, but you cover that whole car note, they don't care. They're not gonna hold that against you. Did all they wanna know is you oh, he paid it, right? I ah, cool, right? That never settle, meaning. If you if you pay hey and you're gonna you're gonna be bugged out that I know this. A lot of people don't know this. It's a jewel right here. I think I know you're gonna wait Go ahead. If you have a bill and you get behind it, yeah, and it goes to a debt collector and they send you a settlement. So you owe the thousand, they send you a settlement for seven hundred, don't pay that. Call up whatever institution you have to and settle the whole account in full and then you want to ask for a payment for deletion so what that does is that takes that 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 negative account off of your credit history that's why it's called a a payment for deletion pfd right you don't want to pay them a settlement because it shows as a settlement on your credit so they might anybody that's a typical or potential lender they're just gonna see settlement, 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 settlement. So what they're saying is, yo, they, you don't like to pay. Like we've been chasing you for two, three years, and finally you settled because we just we sold us to a settlement company for a fraction. They put a little bit on it. They hounded you. You paid it. Like it's like it's like saying, yo, here, man. That's what it's like when somebody asks you for food and you fork over two, three French fries. Nobody was satisfied. They just would. They just, you know, they just chucked it up and ate their losses. You want to give them all that money? Like, nope. I don't want to owe you nothing. I want to get out of the way. So, any event that I ever need to cross that bridge again, it's kind of like saying, "Yo, we good?" And they're like, "Yeah, we good. Come back. We we'll come back with caution, but you can come back."
2: Right. Right. Settlements
1: don't allow you to come back. You're dead. It's a wrap. And the deletion is it,
0: that that gets that
1: can't let anybody who will potentially lend to you again in the future. You, you look at that. It's it's not there. That's right. It's like sealing. For you, for you people that have been in and out of the system <laughs> It's like seal records
2: Right.
1: But the difference with that is The seal record still shows there's a record there Payment for deletion is nothing, it's white clean
0: Nice I wow. learned, And I learned
1: that over 10 years ago nice. From my boy Who Is a car dealer today, big time But I got down with him When he was buying hoopties from the auction Selling them at a lot on Fox Boulevard Now he got a big dealership with a mechanic shop and everything, selling high-end cars in Long Island, like Hop like uh, way uh, out. Yeah. So I'm saying like, there's people that I've been around right. that are in businesses making millions of dollars that that I've been down with them since they was nowhere near that business.
0: Right, right. Not even like
1: starting out, like I knew him before he even decided to get in. I, he went from the music business to selling hoopties and then climbed up and I was with him all along the way. So when I that another thing about credit is, even like that guy, I could call him and be like, yo, I need whatever, what, what's this? You see a car going for 100 grand now in the auction that might be doing 78. Right. So I could call him and tell him, yo, I need, I need that car cost for me. Look out. That's a form of credit because of everything I've done for him. So you're like, V, that's it? That's what you need? You need me to get you the loan too? Mm-hmm. You need me to just let it fly on my dealer track for a couple months? I
0: got you. And that's that's the that's the importance of also having a network, where you can you, you can tap into, right. You know, having a network that you can tap into the knowledge, resources, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's good to surround yourself around people from different walks of life, right. So that you can you you're bettering yourself, right. By doing
1: that, right. And that's see, people just think credit. And they think about their credit score. That means nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Credit is everything around you. Your credit is how you handle people and how they're willing to handle you back. So. Even me feeding off of the people I told you in my circle is all due to my credit. It's the um, it's the way that, the way that I've handled them and showed that I'm willing to help them. So now, in the event that I need help with anything,
2: yeah,
1: it's not a question. Mm-hmm. If I if I, I I'm having an event, I need you to pull up They're Like, yeah, I'm there. Right. They feel obligated more than like, you I'm there, I'm a support. They feel like, no, I have to be there.
2: Right.
1: I have to be because. I usually extend myself first. Are you doing something? I'm a, i am I'll be right there. The same way that I, you, you said you like. I said let's do the interview, and you said for real. And I said yeah. And we had to do it ten o'clock at night. And yeah. I, so when I when I come, people gotta understand that that shows like, oh, all right. Let me. If he doing something, it's one hand wash the other. But what happens is, the more and more that you wipe them hands back and forth, is the cleaner that they get. They working together. I can't just clean this hand alone, And how's this one going to look? So this, you know, it has to be both. That's right. And that's the problem, people running around wanting to do everything on their own and realizing why you're on a treadmill. You need people. You need people. I
0: say say that all the time. We're not on this earth by ourselves. God put us on this earth together collectively because he wants us to work together. Think about even the person who is
1: obtaining things, but they're obtaining things only by taking from people. Taken, 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 taken. Then when it's time to exude, everybody got their back to you.
0: Right.
1: Like nobody really want to mess with you. Only the desperate is going to mess with you. So it's never real love.
0: Uh, oh, oh, what kind of legacy are you, are you, are you leaving? There's no leg- such thing. You have no legacy. You're just a fool with things. Exactly. So,
1: but this, again, this really all is about real estate. And if you, if you have the opportunity, like for instance, I, I, I'm going to mention this and we're probably going to wrap up soon. A friend that will go I can't even really call her a friend but she will go unnamed
0: right no this is a good thing
1: okay I'm like <laughs> because I'm saying I'm, I'm going to give this information without giving you uh
0: he's anonymous specifics okay okay
1: a person that is related to someone that I know okay we you know we spoke a couple times we've probably known each other about two years never even met in person Right, um, I haven't spoke to this person In like over a year and a half Call me out of nowhere recently Hit me on Instagram and say call me Right, I call we start talking Goes on to tell me about Properties in another state mm. About They notice how Multiple Huge billion dollar corporations Are buying up large pieces of property In another state so I'm like, all right, go ahead, right? So, you know, telling me about all of this stuff and then saying how, you know, sh- starts going into how gentrification really works, like the science of it, what happens before and after gentrification. Notice how they did it here, how they did it there, and there, and there, and then look, it's a big circle. Mm-hmm. So, so they was like, yeah, you know, we've seen it in New York because right now it's going on in Harlem. Like, right now that's what's going on in the hardest Harlem and Brooklyn. And
2: Brooklyn, right?
1: Um. So now they're like, they're like, yo, listen, I have reason to believe this is gonna be the next place, this state and this area, because this company bought a three hundred million dollar property there. This retail company uh, bought a property there, and come to find out, that's their headquarters now. And it's all like relative, like within twenty minutes, kind of like Atlanta in downtown, like Buckhead, and you start looking this it's all close and it's all coming together Mm -hmm. so they're like yo listen properties right now are going for as low as three thousand dollars for the property
0: i know what state you're talking about go ahead (laughs) so
1: so the person is like listen if we just get like 10 people together Mm -hmm. and we just buy a block at a time Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so i said yo listen out the gate i'm with you right i could even if i say you know what i cut here for a few weeks right I'll be right back to you with six thousand. That's two properties, right? right? Let's just say I'm not boasting. Yes. That. Yes. So I'm good for two. Okay. Out the gate, let's okay. see this one, right? At, at, you know, of course, with the contingency that we're talking about, three thousand a property, whatever. I don't care what the condition is. Just acquire the property. Right. Because I, I understand now what I know. That's all that's important. Right. I don't care how long I sit on it.
0: Right.
1: I don't care if it take me ten years to fix one or two. Whatever So After You know Her reaching out To this one And that one How many people Left in the circle
0: It's a little number scheme But go ahead
1: But That's why I said That person's gonna go Unnamed Because You'll give people This information And they'll just Yap 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 About it (laughs) To all the wrong people
0: That's right And
1: they won't do nothing
0: That's right So I'll tell you about it When I'm like Ten joints in That's right That's right And that's when They wanna be a part of it that's when they want to give you their money to say, make no. it work for me. And then you like, I don't, I don't need the money exactly. now. Exactly. Because I sold, I bought
1: one or two at one time. Right. I fixed up one, I sold that one. If let's say I put 57, 60,000 into it total. I got the property for three, 4,000 and I dumped 56,000 into it. Right. But then I sold it for 187. Right. If I put my money back on my pocket, I, or I might go all back in. If now I've been caught in nine other properties, and I'm dressing them all up. Right. So now, even if I don't have a lot of liquid cash, if I really need money, you'll know, take whatever for one of those. So now, when you come, like, yo, what's up? Yo, what yo, because you know what happens with people is they they start looking you up and down, and they're like, yo, what you what you into? What you doing? Right. Because you look like money now. That's called building sweat equity. Mm-hmm. Sweat equity. That happens the most. I, I and I can't stand that. Like if I look nice. Then then guys yo, no I'll let you. yo, 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 right. what you what you messing with? Right. And for me, it's obviously like, yo, I just cut a lot of hair, man. <laughs> you know, you wanna cut hair? Like right. nah, I figured you was like, nah, man, I just I'm you, good at that.
0: You know what, well, not everybody's meant to, to, to embark on the same journey as you. Unfortunately, you know, sometimes when you're doing well and you mm-hmm. and you wanna share that the the that information not everybody's ready to receive it. Right. Not everybody's ready to. They have to visual. They have to literally see you it manifested. See it. But it's not. It's not about waiting for the manifestation. It's about doing, going through the journey, going through the process, and letting your money work for you. But Let, not everybody. Not everybody thinks mm, that way.
1: But even with that, that's it. But then that's not it too, because you're talking about a set mind, a certain mindset yes. where if it if it doesn't look cool, like. People want to get money, but it has to be cool to them. Like it has to be like, yo, let's open a strip club, or you know, um, yo, we gonna sell clothes, or uh, you know, whatever. I don't. Wanna do- are we-, are we gonna rap. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like yes, it can work, but it's you're gonna be like that needle in the haystack. You you're gonna be the next Jay Z. Not that you can't, because I don't want to take that from you, mm-hmm. but. You sure you wanna rely like rely on that?
0: Right.
1: Like they don't wanna see they don't wanna see how a Jay Z possibly funded his road to stardom. You know, he says he was in the streets, but you know how many people probably just had good families behind them because they did the right things with their money? Like, not to tell people where we're at, but we're in your father's laundromat right now. Mm-hmm. So he made some of the right moves to ensure that your life wouldn't be as hard as it could have been.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? Um, so my thing is, if you're making any kind of money, you know, you know, find something to do to secure that money. Like, even if it's buying art, you know, buying quality timepieces pieces that's going to hold 95% of that value. So and that, it's going to appreciate. Yes. Not just looking cool with a coat and pants for the moment to take pictures on Instagram. Nah, and me, I like a lot of those pictures. i double tap them and I'd be like... (laughs) But then that's usually the person. I know two young guys, Jehovah's Witnesses, right? They do well for themselves, right? But their family did well for them too previously. They decided to get into the Uber business just to try it out. They started doing well. But there was a third partner that I didn't know, but I found out about this later. He was the coolest looking one, you know, all of the nice clothes, nice car. But when it's time to come to the middle with the money, he's the one that came up the shortest. In right. fact, came up with no money when right. he initially needed to. Right. So it was like, it was just another story to just let you know, like, it figures. It right. never
0: fails. That You know, you remind me of a, a, a financial advisor who spoke on, I think I uh, saw him on Instagram. And he said, you know, my most wealthiest clients that came to visit me as a matter of fact let me again backtrack he said the people who came to see me would be laced and dressed nice and fancy and you know Mm -hmm. look like they were well to do but they were the ones with the least assets the least money the Mm -hmm. least to work with Mm -hmm. to make them more money and then the ones that came in members only jackets are the ones that were you know filthy rich Mm or actually wealthy but that goes to show you, you there's a certain lifestyle there's a certain lifestyle and an image that people try to create mm-hmm. and that costs money mm-hmm. so as opposed to creating this image create and build your wealth through assets and then if you want the image that's your choice after you own
1: I was just going and have you sitting because <clears throat> I personally I personally believe in balance so like for instance for me like my idol and the person that I would use as a as a model hmm it, for me, it's Jay-Z. Okay. Right? Like, he does well. We we like to know that that guy has a lot of money. Right. Like, has it. Right. Right? And even the Forbes spoke about it. Like, out of all of the entertainers, he probably has the most liquid mm. money because of the moves that he made. Yeah. But he's still, you know,
2: like,
1: I like to be, you know, playing... Not too I don't like to do too much But I still like quality things Right You know When I decide to have put on something nice I'm in a position to Right But for the most part I'm real relaxed And laid back too Right But So I'm saying it to say You'll probably have a guy That's really rich But then Looks like he doesn't have anything Right I don't want to look like that
2: Right
1: I like to look nice Right You know I like to dress nice But At the same time I'm not going to dress so nice To where you think I have more than I have and I'm not gonna dress to you know, a point where um, I wasn't raised to where I want, I should hide my my wealth, right. you know, like because I know that I can't take it with me. And I'm comfortable with the fact that I've set up, I set up certain, I set up enough things to where God forbid anything happened to me, my family's not like scrambling right to, be- to not only live but to bury me.
0: Listen, we this is on another episode, guys. Um, you know, we spoke about GoFundMe accounts. People live in a lifestyle that is so you know extravagant, right. and when they pass away, you have to they have to create a GoFundMe now account. Now I will say
1: this: <clears throat> God, going back to um, God bless the dead, my, my little brother Z, right? Um, when Z passed away, number one, that's another thing too, where I'm gonna touch on this real quick, and I'm gonna keep it short and sweet me sneed and z got real close because we would really all listen to each other okay all of us in a circle you know i would talk, i would go to the house in time or the shop and talk to z you know me and Snead talk a lot obviously but i'm gonna focus on z like we would talk about things and i give him jewels from you know being in the business longer and like, like I, I I owned a home before them, so okay. <clears throat> I could kind of preach that to them. Right. You know, I owned nice cars before them, right. so I could preach that to them, right? So, I always respected how they would listen to me as well as I'd listen to them. So, when, you know, God bless the devil, he passed away, his credit was so good. Mm-hmm. He had money in multiple bank accounts, life insurance, you know, so forth and so on. So... There was, you you was around, there was so much of an outpouring of love for that man that everybody's calling everywhere. Mainly his his brother saying, yo, I wanna help, how can I help? Mm. So, you know, while we putting the services together, you can't keep taking all these phone calls telling people, you know, he couldn't even really operate, you know, period, like his little brother just passed. Yes. So, he set up a GoFundMe for people I remember, Oh my December God! He set up a GoFundMe yes. for people just to have a destination. Yes. To send whatever they wanted to send. He set wow. the He set the limit at like seven grand maybe. Don't you know that that joint did? I'm not. I don't want to sit here having you counting the guy. Right. But it did nearly ten times that.
0: I remember seeing that. You know, that. it did I nearly was ten times
1: blown that. Blown away. In days. Yes, I was blown away. And it so was never needed. Right. It wasn't. It wasn't needed. Thank God for that. Thank God, but thank planning for that. Right. You know, of course, God being the strongest, but that was really from doing the right things with the money that you're making it. Yes. And still living your life because you're still buying nice stuff, still taking trips. Right. And, but at the same time, it's always, <coughs> you know, when I talk to people like about uncomfortable situations or mm-hmm. conversations like death and life insurance, like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, yeah, but you need to you
0: need to. Yes. I'm going to get a
1: second life insurance policy because the one I have now I can't go into in in alter. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. now I'm going to get another one cuz they they called me and he's like um yeah, we could do about 500,000 for I want to say it was 600 some, something a year, something. Right. And I'm like, "What? That's cheap. That's it? That's cheap." So you you mean you mean like let's just say it's 500 a year for Five hundred thousand dollars. Yes. So I'm like, so I could just give you, you know, I could just give you like forty five dollars a month.
0: Right, right. So that's
1: about eleven $1, fifty a week.
0: Listen, listen. Do you do you, okay, now I have life insurance, estate planning, all these different episodes on my podcast. But when I spoke to my life insurance agent about life insurance and the way that she talked about there's a certain community, check out that episode, life insurance episode, right. there's a certain community that literally bo- puts life insurance policies in their children's name. Because, you know, the, the, the younger you are, the cheaper it is. Of course. And you're talking about million. you could you ha- you could you could be millions of dollars. We all are going to die one day, right? Guaranteed. And, phew, this is a guarantee. You live, you die. But if you I'm can, Superman, not me. Though. If you, <laughs> if you can leave this legacy behind and and don't have that mindset like oh I don't care about my children I don't care what happens to me after I when pass people away talk to me
1: like that I really I literally look at them like I squint I get close like what <laughs> like I gotta get be like well. for me for me I be like all right family I like, no listen I have a motto a lot of people usually don't understand and some people don't like it I don't care
2: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of people don't understand it more importantly and if you don't tell me and I'll explain to you because I want you to understand I try to get one person to stop talking to me a day see your face you don't get it yeah how many people do you think that you come across who have ignorant mindset and you can't fix it you can't change it you try to talk to them they won't change Yeah. what is your plan with that person what is your plan with that person
0: yeah, I, I leave
1: you alone. I leave you alone. I just, I just, No, I need to get you from around me. I, me. Yeah. You gotta. You have to stop coming around me. Yeah. Cause you change my energy when you come around. Mm-hmm. I got a guy now who comes to my barbershop. He doesn't have it all, but he comes around. He's like forty one, but he's literally the mindset of an adolescent. So you mm-hmm. like a 12, 13 year old. Right. He think like his breaking the ice and trying to be a friend again is thinking that he want like you need to play fight, or coming to the barbershop like yo. Yo, you don't fuck with me. Like it's a shop full of people, kids, women. Right. Like I gotta correct this guy. Like yo, watch it, man. It's women, chill. Like chill. Exactly. So after seeing that you don't listen, like you know yeah. what, you I gotta figure out how to get you to stop wanting to talk to me all together. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to be negative, but I understand that that is for the greater good. Like I have to get you from around my space, right? The same way it's the equivalent to if a person is around you and they don't do well monetarily, you got to do one or two things. First, the more ideal noble thing would be to do is show them how to get money. Mm-hmm. So then you've uh, you've essentially got a person who does not make money from around you because you turned them into a person who does make money. But then if they if you show them, you try to show them how to do all of these things and none they're not retaining any of it. Eventually, it's like you got to go. You don't have to make a lot of money. Make some money. Right. And not that this is about money, but that's just what we're talking about. Right. So, for me, if you have an ignorant mindset, and I can't alter that ignorant mindset to to a pleasant mindset, yeah. then you got to go, man. Right. right. So, when I say I try to get one person to stop talking to me a day, until we speak, and that's no longer my mindset, then that means that I still am in a position where there's negative people around me. So until I get to a place where there's no negative people around me, then I'll continue to say that. But when you ask me, are you still trying to get people to stop talking to me, Any event that I eventually say, nah, I'm straight, that means I'm where I need to be.
2: Okay, okay. But right
1: now, it's, <laughs> there's still those people around. You know, right. people that's like, yo, why didn't you put rims on your car? You got to get from You <laughs> We don't care about rims over here. <laughs> I
0: you
1: love know, it, I love it. People yeah. who don't come here telling me what I should have done with the barbershop.
0: You know that I'm glad you brought, I'm glad you brought that up because there was. Uh, I just closed in the house early this week, as I mentioned to you.
1: She closed the house. She got some money.
0: Oh, you funny. Uh, and this this girl, I, I I admire her. I told her that. I admire her because she's under thirty. She bought her first house, and she posted on Instagram. She said, "You know what? As a matter of fact, her father came to see the house when she like a week before she closed, mm-hmm. and her father said, you know what? You didn't have to leave.'" I have this $2 million house in in Bushwick. You didn't have to leave my house. You have the whole apartment, a whole floor to yourself, but I respect you for it. He said, I didn't want you to leave, but I respect you for it because you have your own. Mm -hmm. And I told her and her dad in her dad's presence, I said, God bless the man who has his own. And I said, I respect your daughter for doing what she did. And she did this journey on her own. Mm -hmm. And when she closed, she said, you know what? She, She took a picture with her keys and she said, here's the keys to my new home. I'm sorry to tell any of you guys. I'm sorry to my family, I'm sorry to my friends. But I'm not sorry, in essence. Yeah, doing because my own thing. Exactly. I-, I wanted to do this journey on my own. And the reason why I respect her so much is because she did it on her own. Right. Because you got too many people out there listening to the wrong people. They're neighbors mm-hmm. who don't own nothing. I the barely cool. Like, wh- what are you doing? Why are you talking to people who have nothing? Where is that
1: going to meet you? But why are you allowing people... Not even talking to them. Why are you allowing... See, it's, it goes deeper than talking to them. It's allowing them to constantly come around you and infect you with the nothing mindset. Right. Yo, she got the Honda. Like, that shit is whack. You should, why didn't you get the S-Coup? Right. You have no coup. Cool. <laughs> no not You nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Just, you know what it is? People... Oh, wow. We lost one because it uh, died. The battery died, People... Yeah. People, um... The problem with people is they see all of these nice things is so available to them visually. Right. Instagram, YouTube, right. TV. So there's no respect on these things. Right. Because they see it so much. They don't think that, you know.
0: They, yes. don't, they don't
1: think that it, it holds as much value as it actually holds. Right. Because they right. like, y'all yeah, see that all the time. Yeah, but you don't have that all the time.
0: And you don't know how, much, how hard yeah, it is to get it. you don't know how hard it is to and get to it. And to maintain it.
1: You're taking the words out of my mouth. So, um. so yeah, so that's that. So now, but see where the real problem lies is not with the ignorant people who think like that. Mm-hmm. It's the people who allow those people who think like that to alter how they think. Like, Yeah, you know, because if enough people say to you, yo, why ain't you this? Why ain't you that? Then you start thinking that that's what's really important. Right. So then you start doing it to please those people. And then once, once you get it, then they ain't showing you the attention that you thought they was going to show you.
0: Not only that, they don't like you said, they don't have it.
1: So they don't really care.
0: It's like, what do you It's doing? like
1: you they, they tricked you into doing it and then they laughing at you.
0: <laughs> right, right.
2: Because
1: eventually when you start not being able to take care of that expensive thing you bought, then it starts looking ran down. Then that's what they're going to do. Yeah, that nigga's stupid, yo. Right. Hey, you can't even take care of the joint.
0: That's right. His bricks That's
1: are right. screeching.
0: Van, oh God! It seems like we could talk for yeah. Like we're go go we going to do this again. We yes, to
1: yes. Again. We're going to pick this up again, and we're going to find, you know, because it's hard to limit it to real estate. Right. Yeah, it is. There's so many things that I love talking about, and I don't love much, but when I do, my. my uh, you know, my followers, they'll DM me or just comment and say, Yo, right. V, like, we need this more. Well, we, we, need, like, we need this more. We need Meaning, like, they need... Uh, obviously, some people feel like they appreciate my insight, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that you do. Um, I don't like being limited to talking about one thing. That's mm-hmm. why sometimes I'll drift.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it's not getting lost. It's just kind of like, yeah, that's my path. Because I'll drift from one thing into another because of how I feel is connected right right, so i I might go from talking about real estate and then we'll end up talking about the restaurant business right because of how I feel it's connected. I'm segueing,
0: but it's it's still it's still an overarching conversation because it's all it's all one umbrella exactly yeah. exactly, Dan, thank you so much for your Anytime. time thank I you for
1: having me, everybody, and expect to see me back soon. I'm not gonna hang up from y'all yet because I want to go through your comments, see what some of y'all said and answer y'all
0: and then I gotta save it I don't even know if I saved the last one uh-huh. and uh check out again Secrets of the Sale it's on SoundCloud and iTunes this is gonna be episode 11 so uh that's my game
1: everybody look out for hi. the iTunes <laughs> uh you said which was yeah, so it's, gonna on,
0: it's gonna be SoundCloud SoundCloud, SoundCloud and iTunes, iTunes. Um, Secrets
1: of the Sale Secrets of the Sale
0: yes episode 11 so, so and
1: who's what who's enter uh, I don't know who's what I don't know what they're talking about. Okay. I'll get back to you on that. Okay, cool. But All right.
0: So again, any questions? And, and this is uh again, this is Van. Uh, he is a, a barber. He is a, he has an own shop, Precision Barber Lounge. It's on Linden Boulevard and One Ninety Sixth Street. Yep. Uh, check him out. He does amazing work. His Instagram is what's
1: his Instagram? My, my Instagram is V underscore twelve, or you could uh, pick up Precision Barber Lounge. So okay. Either one, I control both, obviously, and um. My booking information is there. the address to the shop is there. Everything that you need to know is there. We, um, I want to say I appreciate all current and potential support. So any clients who have once currently does or, or potentially will you know want to um, check us out and support you know and come and uh, make yourself part of the family, we appreciate it.
0: Thanks everyone for tuning in. Secrets of the sale. take care.